Would your organization see value in your own talent community? Kind of like a talent pool, but not about former applicants or not your open applicants expecting you to be responding to them and hurrying them into the hiring funnel. I'm talking about your own earned audience, following your company posts, engaging with you on social media, and staying warm to your content. The kind of audience that consists both of passive and active job seekers paying attention to your talent marketing content. The modern talent pool that is not a CV bank, but can be the start for a journey leading into your recruitment funnel. And if you said yes, then you'll probably find this episode useful. In this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I'll introduce you the second role in the Modern Magnetic Talent Marketing team, and this is called the Talent Community and Social Media Manager. I will introduce. Uh, I actually introduced the first role, employer brand manager, in episode sixty-nine. If you're interested, hearing to that and listening to that one as well. So obviously, you know uh, by the name of this podcast that I'm talking about modern employer branding in this podcast, and I'm talking about it especially in the uh, concept of the magnetic employer branding method that I've developed. And this method uses social media heavily as a media, as a platform, and as a tool for you to win attention and invite your target audiences to this candidate journey of the information era with your company. And that is why it is actually elementary that somebody takes ownership of the growing talent community and take care of the social media tasks and activities that are set out in your talent marketing plan. And when I say talent marketing, I, of course, refer to both employer branding and recruitment marketing because this role this specific role, the talent community and social media manager role, is equally important whether we're talking about employer branding or whether we're talking about recruitment marketing. The other role that I introduced uh, in episode 69 uh, is the role of employer brand manager. That one only refers to employer branding, not recruitment marketing. And for the sake of clarity, Most companies are still combining recruitment marketing and employer branding into sort of an overall talent attraction role. And I want to take into account that that reality, uh, that you may not be able to focus only on employer branding, just on employer branding or just on recruitment marketing and help you guys equally whether, you know, whatever kind of role or combination of role you have. So that's why I like to uh, sort of... uh, be more specific about what I mean when I talk about something. So let's talk about what is this role? What is the role of a talent community and social media manager? This person in this role uh, literally spends a fair amount of their working time on the chosen social media uh, to connect, to engage with and to nurture the ta- target talent audiences that your talent marketing activities are building. The key to modern talent marketing in general is to stop thinking in temporary projects and campaigns, especially when you work in employer branding. 
and start adopting a working style in which uh, every single thing that you do, if you work in rec more in recruitment marketing, that every single hiring process is part of a longer story and grows the value for your next hiring project, that they're not sort of independent and separated from each other. And you always have to start from the same sort of zero, from the same ground to build it up, that every single hiring process would, you know, help the next one to, to rise up a little bit faster. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously, I'd love you to start adopting a working style in employer branding, where employer branding is not a static sort of thing that just exists on your career side, but an active and dynamic form of building. That's the ng in there, building your employer brand. Many companies would love to have a talent pool committed just for them, available just for them when the company needs to hire somebody and kind of ready to change jobs when the company has a vacancy. Now, that does sound a quite, quite selfish thing to ask, isn't it? But I cannot tell you how many times a hiring manager has told me, you know, throughout my career uh, or expected me to deliver them this particular thing. I mean, what is a talent pool anyway? Let's, let's talk about that for a bit. Well, in my earlier years in HR, the, the, it was called the CV bank. You could actually literally... Uh, I, I remember that Monster Board, at least in Europe, was selling a service where you could actually uh, purchase access to their CV bank and look for CVs with, you know, whatever criteria type of selection tool that they, they offered. Now, the problem with the CV bank is that it grows out of date pretty fast. If somebody is actively looking for a job now and sends you their application, there is an expiration date. I mean, we should assume that if they're really good in what they do, if they're productive, they have, had, have a you know good attitude towards working, good working morale, uh, if they're pleasant to be around, like most of the job seekers are, then they're not going to be out of job for a long time. So your actual CD bank is not going to be valid for a very long time. Candidates who you interviewed, maybe even tested, found out to be pretty interesting, but you did not end up offering a position. Now, this one type of talent pool, I can, I have seen that you can actually build in at least some of the recruitment systems. And I think that this one is much more qualified and more valuable for you uh, than just a bunch of CVs needing your time to go through and screen to screen through so the problem for example that send us an open application on your cv uh, which ends lands in the cv bank which you may not necessarily actively to go through is kind of a waste of time for both you and the person who sent that cv so I can't really recommend these kind of CV banks, but if you have a recruitment system that allows you to, you know, to actually nurture your candidates that you've interviewed, you know they're qualified, you've already started a relationship with them, then that is already a more valuable way for you to build your own talent community. But the thing is that the question that we should ask is that how valuable is it for that former applicant to be a profile in your recruitment system if there's no other element, active dynamic element attached to it, none. So even though you have the name, you have those contact details, 
If you don't nurture the person, they're soon going to forget about you. So unless you actually have a process and means to nurture those people, they're likely to forget about you quite soon, even if you interviewed them. They're not really any warmer to your company than to any other company. So what about your followers on LinkedIn? I mean, your LinkedIn followers, they could be, uh, you know, they could form your talent community. But then again, I'm going to have to say they're unlikely to form your talent community because LinkedIn is a much more business-oriented network these days. So as much as, you know, recruiters are using and headhunters are using LinkedIn to search for candidates, and as much as that active job seekers are using LinkedIn to put themselves out there to update their profiles, uh, LinkedIn is also used very much for sales, so to look for new clients. So that means that your company followers are likely to be a mix of current and former customers, current and former employees, people who once in the history thought about applying for a company, maybe even did and are still following you, people in companies who want to sell your company something, and just other random followers who are following your company for whatever reason. So the problem with LinkedIn is that even though it is really the best social media for social hiring, also the analytics are literally crap, pardon my French, and it is almost impossible to follow up which part of your followers are actually worth your talent marketing purposes, because not all of them are. And another handicap with LinkedIn is that it is harder to engage socially with the company profile on LinkedIn. Uh, it's so much easier to to engage socially with your personal profile, and your you know building and nurturing your talent community really requires that personal touch. So I don't think that LinkedIn is actually the best uh, platform to build your talent community unless you use the group function. Let's take up a new word, talent community, to build ourselves a better understanding of what that can mean as an activity for you and for your company, for your hiring, and also for your employee branding success. So a talent community is literally a group of people who follow your company from the perspective or of, you know, place of work. Uh, they find what you represent, what you offer, exciting enough to keep following you. And here I'm not talking about what you offer in terms of career opportunities, but the kind of, you know, content, messages, content, information uh, that you offer that is somehow exciting, valuable, interesting, inspirational for them enough to keep following you. And I really want to emphasize these days that because of the, you know, the, the, um, because of the element that there's just so much information circling around and so much content, people are these days more likely to stop following because they just don't, they kind of want to clean up their, you know, the base of who they follow because there's just too much, too much stuff coming and the algorithms on social media are, you know, deciding for us what we should see. So, I mean, I regularly do these cleanups that who I follow because I just want to see more of the people that I actually want to follow. So, 
it's important to understand that people are not going to continue following you unless you give them a good reason. So if you don't do anything, there is no community. Just a bunch of followers who follow, unfollow, another one tries whether it's worth their time to follow you or not. If you nurture them well and share this inspirational value at content and messages, they keep following your company because they now have a reason to. If your company is passive, they forget about you. They might still follow you technically because they don't remember that they even follow you because you have not been active, so they never see any of your content and any of your messages, so they might just be there technically, but doesn't mean that they even remember why. I mean, I have quite a few LinkedIn even contacts, uh, and uh, sometimes I wonder, like, why are we contacts because I don't really remember this person. So that's what happens to us when, you know, when we're in that state of just accepting all sorts of invitations and following a lot of stuff. And eventually you understand that, you know, it's not about the number, it's more about the quality. So people do unfollow as well. People stop following you if what your company shares is irrelevant, it's spammy, and it starts to just simply annoy them. So a talent community is a group of people who gather around a common topic, interest, or a theme. What makes it a community is that it's active. Think of any community. I mean, outside social media, think of a little village with the community that gather around a common topic, some, some kind of a special shared interest. There are people who keep the community active, they suggest and they organize activities, they inspire and motivate others to take part. On social media, the community is technically organized as a group and both Facebook and LinkedIn offer this as a feature, feature called a group, uh, to organize your own groups. An active talent community requires moderating, starting conversations, and keeping the conversations flowing, you know, within the central topic, the theme, or a common interest that is promised for the participants in the group title. So, you know, if if your talent community's central topic is, for example, a uh, B2B selling, B2B sales in... Uh, uh, a specific industry, then everything posted in there, it, you know, the topics, the conversations, they need to be moderated so that they are within this given topic because then people come and join this group because of the topic. That's the promise of what they will get from here. And if the conversations start to go like outside this box of the topic, people leave because that's not what they came here for. So that's why it needs moderator, and that's the talent community manager's roles and moderated. Now, this would be your advanced version of a talent community, because it requires probably almost daily work to build it, to nurture it, to moderate it. But on the other hand, if this is your employee branding strategy, if your employee branding strategy is to build a talent community on social media, then obviously this is where you spend the resources that have been allocated for employer branding. 
So, you know, this can be your employer branding strategy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The manner in which your company has decided to build your sustainable employer brand dictates how much time you can give to something like this. And if this is what you decide that this is how you want to build your employer brand, then your resources are allocated in this specifically. And then it's no longer a problem that it requires almost daily work. I mean, any sort of modern employer branding that actually delivers value back for the company that you can actually measure and show that whatever we've done is actually producing value back, it all requires almost daily work, almost daily contribution. This is not a static type of work. That's not it. I mean, you can do static employer branding, but it's not going to help you with anything, really. People are not going to go to your website just because you made a new career site. What makes it dynamic and active, it's the active marketing part that you actually give people to uh, give your followers reasons to come to see your career site and there's something valuable for them and there's a reason for them to come back another time and there's something new at that time. So that's the modern employer branding. It's active and it's dynamic. So it, anything you choose, any whatever kind of strategy you have for your modern employer branding, it's going to require almost daily work. So... Then it's up to like, what is that daily work that we want to contribute to? And this could be it. So following me and allowing me to be your modern magnetic employer branding mentor and guide is also equivalent for me building a talent community. My primary reason for this is not to hire you. I'll buy it over the years. So we have come to hire only, you know, from our Finnish community. So it works for us that way too, even though that is not the, in this question, the, uh, in this case, in the international case, it is not my primary reason uh, for doing this is not to hire you. In our Finnish part, it gives us our leads, our recruitment leads as well. My primary reason for building this modern employer branding community that you are part of, if you listen regularly to this podcast, you follow me on LinkedIn, and especially you follow me at Telemarketing Bro on Instagram, because that uh, that is Instagram is my main community platform. My primary reason is to win your trust just as it would be your primary reason as a talent community manager would be to win the trust of your followers. I do this with all the free educational tips, engaging uh, with you, especially on Instagram. I'll, I try to give you as many reasons as you need to win you over as my student at Talent Marketing School whenever the time is right for you. And for some of you, it's never the right time, but that's the point. That is, I do, I'm building my community for those reasons. And when you build your talent community, you have your own reasons, but it's all about winning trust and engaging and building those relationships that are required in order for that employer brand to build. Because if you remember, employer branding is about forming emotional connections between your, your side and then your talent side. So I'm doing this exactly the same way that you are able to build your own talent community for your employer branding purposes. And employer branding will be most valuable for you when you do it to win over the passive job seekers in your relevant target groups. But you can also do a talent community for more immediate hiring purposes, in which case you would want to build a talent community 
uh, of people that are currently active job seekers who are who know that they will be in a six month to a, a year's time because they're graduating or because they have a permanent uh, or temporary contract or whatever reason, then that would be your target audience. What is then the actual activity of uh, managing a talent community? And I think the word managing already refers to it being an active task and a role. It's not something that you put there and then you go away. You, It's a regular thing. I mean, I manage and interact with my talent community, especially on Instagram on a daily basis. It doesn't take me necessarily more than, you know, a minute or two or five minutes, but I do it every day. And it's about, you know, asking questions, commenting, answering their questions, you know, uh, just trying to engage and, you know, become the sort of social media friends so that they could trust me and uh, that um, they um, continue following me. The managing part is that first you actually need to start building your community. If you don't have it yet, then you know, there's no community to manage. Uh, and manage in this case means to nurture and to engage with, you know, to keep it active. Your options on social media are Instagram profile for this that is dedicated only for employee branding. Now, if you can't dedicate an Instagram profile just for employee branding, you will have the same problem as you would with your company LinkedIn profile. Uh, followers that are not re representing your target audience, because we don't really want any salespeople or any clients in this community unless they are genuinely interested in your company as a place to work for themselves. And unless they represent your key target audiences, you know, that your company is interested in. So we don't want any salespeople and or clients in this community. Uh, and we prefer that there would not be like a more of your employees than the external audience, uh, which is often the problem when you have a company Instagram profile, that there's just a random number of followers and oftentimes also a lot of your own employees. Now, Using Instagram as a tool to build, engage, engage with and build uh, trust with your employees is kind of weird because you should go talk to them rather than use social media to be in touch with them. But when we're talking about actually building and nurturing a community, I think that Instagram is by far the best social media for this purpose specifically uh, because it is it really the engine runs on engagement. So my recommendation for building a talent community would be to Instagram. Your other options on social media are a LinkedIn or a Facebook group. If you want to choose a Facebook group or if you already have an active, some, some kind of a group that you could actually start nurturing, and this would be within your obvious talent community sort of segment, then don't create an independent Facebook group or it should be a subgroup to your company Facebook profile because that way it is easier for your audience members to locate and your company followers have a better chance finding it. Now, LinkedIn groups are separated from the company profiles anyway, so you would just go ahead and start with a new group. 
unless you have a lot of time in your hands or your company has a usually well-known and attractive employer brand already, I would recommend not to choose Facebook or LinkedIn. I think it's really demanding to build and sustain an active group on LinkedIn or Facebook on Facebook when the topic is not kind of a general mass topic. And these employer branding related topics are not really mass topics. I mean, they can be, but most often times they're not. So next you need to start building your follower base for your community. This can take place obviously in many ways, but the most common way is to just start producing, sharing and distributing social media content about that common topic theme that is, you know, uh, the community topic, the community theme, that the theme that you want your community to gather around. And this is where the social media manager's role comes to place. And that is why I put these two roles together. Now, this part may take a long time, depending how much time you can allocate for it. I mean, I started the uh, Talent Marketing Pro profile. I set it up in uh, during the summer 2020, but I only started actively using it at the, I would say, sort of around Christmas, I think it was during Christmas break that I started to plan what I'm going to do. Christmas break, you know, 2020. So uh, from the time of publishing this podcast episode, we're talking about, you know, roughly uh, nearly five months, four months ago. So I've not, I've not used any money to advertise the profile or any of the content. So I have a really fully organic strategy for building this uh, particular bro- uh, uh, profile, at least for the time being. I don't know whether I need to sort of hurry it up at some point. But the thing, the good thing about Instagram is that it's really, like in addition to TikTok, it's really, it is the only, you know, TikTok and Instagram are the only social media where you can really grow an audience completely organic without having to pay a dime for it. Whereas in LinkedIn and Facebook, it's literally impossible to get any any reach unless you pay for it. So I've not used any money to advertise the profile or any of the content. And uh, let's say I've been actively using and, and producing content and building the community for about four months now. I don't advertise usually because I like to teach what for sure is available for anybody. I uh, find it unfair to promote tips and give advice that, you know, are limited because they require specific tools or a huge budget. So to this stage when I'm recording this episode, uh, I have a follower account of 330. The funny thing is that I actually wrote the script for this episode two days ago. And I had a follower account of 319. So over the pa- over the previous uh, the past two days, my follower account has grown by by 11 profiles. Uh, my account's net growth. Let me check that for you. Let's take the last 30 days. I'm on my uh, insights on this profile. So if I look at the follower break breakdown. Uh, for the past over the past 30 days, I my net growth now is 
106. So 30 days, 106 new followers. Um, and total of uh, 10 unfollows during this time. Now, the social media manager would do stuff like that. You know, pay attention to your insight for the profile to see what works and what doesn't. So, for example, I post to the telemarketing bro feed every week on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. This is currently my, my so four posts to the feed every week. I And then I post stories most days. Uh, it would be good if I posted stories every day, but uh, I cannot keep it up every week. I batch content up and schedule forward to be efficient and keep up the critical routine. I mean, I the reason why for the first six months when I wasn't active on this profile was because I didn't have a plan. I wasn't the social media manager for my profile. I hadn't had the time to make up a social media content plan for this profile. I hadn't uh, had the time to think about what exactly is the content themes, the key themes that I want to 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 sort of advocate on this on this profile. What is the role of this profile for my audience? I didn't have the content ready, planned and re- ready to be ske- scheduled forward. Uh, so it was literally impossible for me to, you know, keep up a posting routine, even like a at once or twice a week because I'm literally I am so busy with my client work and with producing content and stuff for clients and for telemarketing school and whatnot that I would not be able to manage this social media profile unless I had a plan and unless I did like a bunch of content you know prepared it all beforehand and scheduled it up forward uh, in order to be efficient and keep up the critical routine. So this is the part of the social media manager's work. I've also started to post on Reels, Reels uh, uh, and uh, IGTV to give a more personal touch, especially because I am, you know, this is an educate, educator profile. So I feel like it's important for my audience to to learn of me, like who am I in person, what kind of a mentor or a coach I could be for them. I know I... I personally study a lot online and even though a topic might be really good, but the coach, the way they are, is just not matching with, you know, with me. And they might be a really good coach, but I just don't kind of get the vibe that I want to study with them. So I want my audience to have the opportunity before they would ever pay to subscribe for the telemarketing school to, you know, to, to really sense and get the experience of what it would be like to learn with me when they actually pay for it so that's why i that's why it's important to do stories and and video content as well that's the the role of the social media manager so every piece of content is carefully planned is within the promise uh that is being set out in the bio uh in my bio it says i teach modern employer branding for aspiring talent marketing professionals and occasionally I do teach other talent marketing than just employer branding, but my main interest is in employer branding. So the social media manager ideates, plans, produces content, social media content for distribution on that, for that profile. Now, sometimes it could be that the social media manager only 
you know, organizes the available content, plans the publication schedule, and then just does the distribution, does the commenting, you know, gets the uh, analytics and stuff, and somebody else is ideating and doing the content. That could be also, I mean, if you have more resources to do this, and the social media manager doesn't necessarily have to be the creative person who can actually produce content, but it would be surely a better choice for this role. It was somebody who's actually able to also produce content because you just then learn from others and you pick up like what works and you can quite quickly sort of respond to different trends. Uh, and it's hard to create content for social media if you're not managing it. I I personally feel that it's like just like you learn what your audience wants and you deliver that to them. And then the social media manager follows that the you know the analytics, the insight, just what I did when I told you, you know, the growth, the recent growth, to learn what works and what doesn't. I mean, if I'm starting to lose a lot of followers, then what I'm doing, what I've been doing, doesn't seem to work. So I have to change it. And then I also Pay attention to what kind of content is getting them curious and engaged and interested. And then I try to plan more of that kind of content. So the social media manager keeps up their own social media knowledge to stay on top of all the develop development on the platform. That's important as well. I mean, I stay there. I, you know, browse through other people's content, uh, not in the employer branding scene, others i i like to learn from other like social media marketers how they do what they do to see what i could you know how i could uh, uh improve or develop how i use the platform and then the talent community manager looks for relevant new followers follows them first from this profile because people are very curious about who follows them so they look at your profile and if it's interesting they follow you back I do this now almost on a weekly basis, uh, maybe just a few minutes at a time because it just works so well. Uh, the talent community manager gives kudos to the new followers as in following back all of those who you are not following yet, uh, sends DMs, that's pri the private message, the direct message, to thank them for following and asks what they would like to see on that account. That kind of start, that's Starting the conversation personally with somebody, opening up the conversation loop, that's very personal. That's, you know, built the engagement and the trust that there's actually a real person there that is interested in me as a follower and connects with me. I try to do this as well more frequently, but recently since, you know, over the 30 uh, days, my follower uh, account has really grown so drastically and I, at the same time I've had major time allocation chases myself then you know I've had a little challenge with this I'm not doing this really well at the moment but as soon as you know I get a little space I'm gonna you know DM all of those people and then the talent community manager actively engages with and comments your followers' content on the feed to remind them about yourself. When they see your, you know, profile picture, the image in their own content, in their own notifications, that's a reminder that you are there, that you exist. So you got to do that as well. So I've combine these two roles, the talent community manager and the, and the social media manager in the one role. And this would literally be a full-time role, can be a full-time role if you're taking it seriously and you really want it, if, especially if your employee branding strategy is, you know, this, 
then that's uh, obviously a full-time job. And it does take time. I mean, as you can see with my limited resources, after just four months, I'm only at 330 followers. So this is building a brand. It takes time. I need to give my audience time to get to know me, trust me, and also, you know, give them many reasons to to keep following me and eventually, you know, call action also. So uh, that takes time and you need to have that patience for employer branding. So, you know, if you were in sales, then you'd want to push the result faster uh, because in that case, people would be ready to set, uh, to buy. But branding is a very different ball game. I follow the golden rule of 80% of the time I give value and nurture and 20% of the time I ask those who are ready to call for an action. Basically, this would mean, for example, that out of four out of your five weekly posts would be giving value and nurturing, and then the fifth post is to ask for something. For me, calling for action, asking something, I call call it my payday. That is my getting back value day uh, from all the effort and the value I've given over the four other posts. I then ask to, you know, sign up or download this or register this or, you know, listen to this podcast or, you know, whatever, go directly to telemarketing school uh, to move those warm leads to my sales funnel, but in everybody's own time. So, because this is not selling, this is branding. So people will move there if they find all of this um, inspiring and interesting and relevant for them. People who are not interested in learning about employer branding are not following me. That's the thing. So so if you have a specific topic for a talent community that connects with, you know, the kind of a career and the kind of a work that they could do in your company, then obviously that is something that interests them. And as long as they follow you, it means that they're interested in it. So at one point you can ask them like, hey, we have an open vacancy now. Is this something that you might want to consider? If yes, then, you know, go here and find out more. So the way I'm building the Talent Marketing Pro in connection with my uh, services as a consultant and obviously the educational platform, Talent Marketing School, uh, is obviously not for me employer branding work. I'm not doing this to get get applications from, from potential job seekers. I'm doing this to get, get students to Talent Marketing School. But the same tactics and techniques... I follow the same tactics and techniques that I teach for employer branding. So branding is branding regardless of what the object is. So this applies to employer branding as well. So let me summarize. A talent community is not a static CV bank. It's not a static list or a group of people who who you have interviewed once or twice but did never offer a job, even though they were interested enough. That's just... A static list of people. A talent community is an 
active community of people who start to follow your company as an interesting and potential place to work. And then you keep them interested and engaged and active with your role as a talent community manager, moderating, nurturing, you know, giving them a st- opening conversations, starting conversations, you know, giving them love on social media. They may follow your company profile, or you might have even offered them a more advanced means, such as social media group that you can actively moderate. Now, the purpose of the talent community is to build relations with your followers, invite them into the candidate journey of the information era in my method with your company, through your activities, through your content, through your messages, through your conversations. Now, as said, this might be your employer branding strategy, the key component of your employer branding strategy to build and to nurture an active target talent community from where your hiring team is then able to source candidates. If this is your strategy, then you will destroy this community if the only activity that you do is asking them to apply for your jobs. That is not a community building and giving value out. That is asking for value for your company. And in essence, that is literally nothing else. That, that's, that's one way of recruitment marketing. So there's a difference between the community and just doing recruitment marketing. And for not to get you scared, this is one of the profiles in the Modern Magnetic Talent Marketing team. And this kind of talent community and social media manager role applies to both recruitment marketing purposes and for employee branding purposes. Uh, And um, it could be your key employer branding strategy to do this, focus on this and get value out of this. But you could also do this aside with a little less effort. But remember that it's active. It's having those conversations on your social media profile uh, and getting people to to come together for the common topic that you promised to deliver them. As a talent marketing, uh, talent community manager, sorry, you don't need to know how to make videos. You don't need to know how, how to write blog posts and take social media worthy pictures. Only thing what you need to do and know and love is building and nurturing relationships with other people. Uh, just the same way you would do it out, you know, in the physical environment. Here, you're just you're doing it on social media. And the best environment for building a valuable selling community is social media because it's borderless and you have access to much more people than in your recruitment system because those are just people who've ever wanted to send you an application. This way you can reach people that don't even know about you. You need to have the freedom to build and nurture a growing community in your relevant social media, and you need to have enough time to be active on a daily basis. Just the talent community manager part is not a full-time job unless you have a really, really super big group, like we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, But it needs to be a priority every single week, and you need to be able to give this work about one to three hours a week uh, and preferably split it over as many days as possible so that you're actually present more than once a week. I mean, I said, I do this part that community management part every day, but it could be just like a minute or two minutes or five minutes 
So it's not like a really super demanding job. As the social media manager part of this combined role, you are responsible for having the necessary content to distribute and publish on this account for this group. Uh, you need to have a social media marketing plan. This is the content plan and the publication schedule and follow those diligently because otherwise you won't do anything. I mean, I'm telling you, you won't. I mean, I've been doing this kind of work for a decade. I know exactly what needs to get done. And even I cannot get this done without a plan and a schedule and without reserving time on a weekly basis to create more content. It doesn't take place even for somebody as experienced as myself, you know, just out of a whim. I mean, literally, trust me, you won't. Uh, regularly also follow the analytics because that's the sugar of this work to know how this works, what works and what doesn't, so that you can also update your plans. Together, this combined role can easily become a full-time role. And the more time you can allocate for this role, the faster your talent community grows, becomes active, and you can start to invite those members into your candidate journey towards the uh, conversions to your recruitment funnel. Now, there's much more information about all of these six roles. I wrote uh, an ebook about it. So you can opt in for this ebook either through a short and playful quiz that you can find uh, actually on the description for this podcast episode or on that Talent Marketing Pro Instagram role bio, uh, or you can go to modernemployerbrand.com and find it there. Uh, you have all the links in the description for this podcast. Now, if you like this kind of stuff, why not follow me on Talent Marketing Pro on Instagram? Because this is the kind of stuff that I teach you get to know me more, you get those educational free tips, we can engage and connect with each other, and maybe one day you want to learn more and become a student at telemarketing school. Okie dokie, this is it. This is all of it for this week on this podcast. There is more at Talent Marketing Bro on Instagram. I'll be back next week again, as promised, with another episode on the building of a modern employer brand podcast. Moi moi!